Visit ManifestMN.com. Get eight weeks free, eight weeks free based on the purchase of a full service program. Metafest, proud sponsor of the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure on Sunday, May 13th. Come and join us. Check it all out. 1-855-RESULTS or ManifestMN.com. I got a question for you. You've come to the right place, baby. Of all your years in sports. Uh, Make him sound old. 1968, Twin Cities. uh, 1966, Duluth. Have you ever heard of a player licking another player? No. No. Well, the one I remember more than any is Nebraska in a Sugar Bowl. Man, we're talking 40 years ago. And they had a running back named Tony Davis who basically French kissed another guy on the sidelines during his super, I think it was a Sugar Bowl game, and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, he gave a big, big kiss wow. after a big He went play. alfalfa, huh? Yeah, he did. He gave a big kiss after a play, and that was, I think he was, I think it was Tony Davis. I can't remember who he smooched, but that was a big deal. But the, that was more acceptable. That was with a teammate. That wasn't face licking, and apparently Marshawn likes to do this. this He's done Brad, it several times. Brad Marchand of the Boston Marchand. Brewers. Yeah, right. He's a licker. He He's licks a... people on the face. Yes. And this is <laughs> And re- this is in the third period of hockey games when these guys got sweat rolling yeah, off the gross like part. they're in a steam room. Well, I mean, I'll lick a guy's face, but he's got to be completely clean <laughs> and no dry. beard. You I know? want him right. dry. I don't want that playoff I want to be the guy applying the moisture. Exactly. I don't, want, I don't want to be licking other guys' right. moisture. Dude, I'm so here. mad and frustrated, uh, Ray, that I want to lick your face, but you got a playoff beard and you're smelly, so I'm <laughs> yeah, not going right, to. Not. And it's uh, we've played overtime about three different times. Yeah, well, this what is, a goofball. This is hockey. It's giving these guys the willies. This is revolting. The world of hockey... Wants to get but, rid of this guy, but it's been out there. What's wrong with him? He's been the the loose cannon of the NHL for quite a while. Really? He's, but he's fantastic. He's a great player, but he does goofy stuff. And uh, well, but I didn't know about the licking until the last licking incident. I didn't know that he was a licker. But see, he's doing. He's <laughs> doing he a licker li- instead of a hitter, a puncher. No, no, no. He's a tough guy. He'll take the cheap shot and let you take the cheap shot back, and the whole deal. He's a he's a just he's Kenny Lindsman. He's a bleep disturber. Yep. But I don't think Kenny Lindsman did any. Licking. I don't think Kenny was a licker. Look, I don't think he did. <laughs> but see, any he's licker. doing what I told my kids to do when they played hockey. Lick? lick? No, no, not lick, but be crazy. I said, Sophia, when yeah, you go in right. the corners, yeah, I think, bark. bark. I think at maybe someone. that's it. It's like Tyson. Bark. Tyson, when he got was getting his ass kicked by Holyfield, he couldn't stand he the fact that he, right? he bit the guy's ear. To, so they that would. Complete his animal reputation rather than, boy, did he get whipped, right? right well, now right. the Bruins are out of it. They're they're out of it in five by the Tampa Bay Lightning. Today, uh, 5.03, we're going to talk to Tom Jones, the original Star Tribune wild rider who's down in Tampa and been there for, he went back home. He moved up here to cover the wild, and after about three years, Mom said, no, no. No. They have winter here. They, yeah. We're going back to Tampa, honey. If you want to go with us, that's fine. And he, he left before the right when the playoff but, run was but starting. But hockey, hockey, hockey is the, they're some of the most simple guys in professional sports. Mm-hmm. They don't know what how to handle this. They're saying, this is, this is, 
unacceptable. Yeah. They're, they're struggling it, to come what up is with Marshawn? It. I haven't seen an explanation. He just doesn't say anything about it. Uh, he said, uh, people get close to me. Nothing big. Uh, <laughs> right. So, in know. other words, stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they're not going to go me. get I'm in like, his face. He'll like you. I'm a liquor. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's uh, I, I I think it's wonderful that it's hockey because every other sport, you know, they oh everybody'd freak out, but this is it's it's great that it's hockey because this is the toughest sport ever, and we, our number one scandal is no longer cross checking a guy in the head, no, or boarding I, him uh, in the outside chance he'll be uh, paraplegic. It's licking. Yep. That's we're very upset. <laughs> the league says. What do you Mar- think Don Cherry thinks about licking? <laughs> the league says Marshan has been put on notice that his actions are unacceptable mm-hmm. and that similar behavior in the future <laughs> will be dealt with through supplemental discipline. He could be fined or suspended by the NHL if he continues to lick players. <laughs> All I'm going to say is there is absolutely no place in our game for that lightning coach, John Cooper said. I don't get it. I don't understand it. How would you feel if I walked over to you right now and gave you one big lick? Right from the chin all the way up. So, Rook, there's Rook, just no place for that. That's Cooper? Yeah. He's supposed to be a great guy. Rook, where would this good. fall on the scale of peach? We, we might have to introduce a new one. I don't know. I thought there were only three type of, but that's a lick. It's not really a kiss. Not a kiss. Mm. No, no. So that I guess it's a different division. Well, peach, prune, alfalfa, and NHL. Yeah, right. Or no, what's this guy's last name? Marshawn. That's, or the Marsh. The Marsh. Marsh. The Marsh. You got peach, prune, alfalfa, and the Marsh. Yeah. Oh, he went Marsh on. Uh, he, yeah, he marched him. him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Marched him. Yeah. He marched him. Yeah, marched him. But it's been going on. Why? Why you is mean this prior to the playoffs? Yes. This is happening. Yes, they said he's been. He's been he's a done this for a occasionally. Can you imagine throughout. the advanced scout going? <laughs> Look oh, out give us, for a lick. Give us the report on Marshawn. Well, he's and you know what? You know what? Your dad and my dad and that whole generation said. When somebody lost a fight, mm-hmm. they got licked. Yep. Oh, right? He always got yes. licked. He licked them. Maybe he licked him. Maybe that's what Maybe this he's is. doing. Maybe he grew up with a dad saying, get out there and lick him. And yeah. he th- thought he didn't know right. he meant punch him. Yeah. He thought they he's, meant. He's playing it through his. Yeah. Dad told me to lick him. I'm going to do that. <laughs> yes. Reavers. Reavers. <laughs> yes. Go on the interwebs. I'm on it. Mm-hmm. And look up the origination of the term, he got licked right. <laughs> in a fight. As in, he got licked in a fight. Yes. yes. See what they say that about was, it. Didn't, didn't you hear that when of you were growing up? Oh, he got man, licked. He got yeah. licked. Oh, man, did. Did uh, you need to give Google context when you whoops, put? Did he yeah. got licked? Yeah. <laughs> did uh, did Sugar Ray Robinson lick him? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I, I, I'd be curious, Donna, of the origination of the term. Boy, he got licked last mm-hmm. night in that fight. Yeah, he got licked. yeah, right. Well, I don't know. I can't. I can't recall it being a scandal. I wish we had a Nebraska football fan out there though who could we remind me of who Tony when Tony Davis. Kissed the guy at the Sugar Bowl, and the entire state of Nebraska was mortified. Did you read about Bruno, the town dog that died? It was no. on the cover of the Star Tribune today. A D- dog up in Longville. Kenny, are you aware of Bruno, mm-hmm. the town dog up in Longville, got he, killed? Yeah, quite well. Well, the reporter must yeah. not have known who the, she was talking to. It's well, Levi right. LaValle's dog. She had dog. no idea. Yeah. Oh, it's Levi's dog? Yeah. And he just well, wanders it, around it's town? A, it's a family it's dog. It's a family dog. The dog wandered in like a stray cat one day, and so they took care of it, and they tried to tie it down. The dog's having n- none of being tied down. Mm-hmm. And uh, LaValle's live about, I don't know, three, four miles north of town. Mm-hmm. And every day the dog 
dog just takes off into town and comes then comes in and sees what's happening. It's yeah. the town dog. We uh-huh. all had one when we yeah. were kids, and yeah. the dog just wanders the businesses. And then when his business for the day is done, he wanders back. His home. first yeah. stop was to the deli. He was no dummy, <laughs> <laughs> right? And he was in the hardware store. He was in all the stores yeah. in Longville. Folda, uh, we had, of course, we had several of them in Folda, including Fanny, my dog, who mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Who got decided it wasn't she wasn't getting enough attention at oh, our no. place and she moved down to the Peterson. I'm oh, okay. yeah. here. I was gonna say she didn't move to Slayton. No, did she? and you drive by the house, it's, it's only about five houses down the block. You'd ride by on your bike, she wouldn't even give you a nod. Like she'd say, I'm done I'm with you guys. Around. See you later. <laughs> we had a dog. Mabel Peterson took a lot better care of her than uh, we did. We had a dog in town that if you had a, tr- a truck and a tailgate down, if the dog was like on one edge of town, <laughs> you'd pull over and go, hey, get in. And she'd Take jump it. in the back. and Just you'd, ride to wherever yeah, you were Yeah, you'd going. bring her down to the feed mill where she belongs. <laughs> Reavers, when we come back, I bet you'll have that answer for I'm, us. I'm looking. Yep, we'll have it. I, I'm, I'm, rookie, you're going to have to take us to break, please. Makes a fake like he's going back to third, mm-hmm. and the guy makes the throw to first, and Maurer takes off and scores the tying run. Mm-hmm. They made the guy make throw the third. All right. If the guy would have came up throwing immediately, Maurer wouldn't have been able to do that. They would have thrown him out at the plate, but the guy kind of hesitated because he Molitor's first fake was, he could see out of the corner of his eye was, uh-oh, he's going to the plate, and then he made him flinch, and then he went back, and then he came you know, He's not the score. fastest thing, but he's a good oh, base runner. Oh, he's a terrific base runner. He is. He's a terrific base runner. Are what they, do we say about Leck? Uh, Joe, the only thing I can find here um, is the origination apparently is used was used in fighting, you know, where yeah. the guy got yeah. licked. And apparently it's because you would earn the or obtain the money in some type of underhanded way. No, that still doesn't matter. And I can, so, but that, that's as okay. deep as I can find. All right. I got to do a little tribute here to a friend of our family. Bill Hanley died, a uh, lawyer. Uh, but my stepson, Ryan, and his the three musketeers that ran with him, mm-hmm. Tommy Hansen, Brendan Hanley, and Matt Zins mm-hmm. were his buddies. And do you know how when you're a kid... And you got a group of people. Yeah, There's yeah. always the one father you'll tell stuff to. Yes. You know, yes. That you'll share the yeah. info with. Yep. Bill, these guys were always up to something. And Bill knew what they were up to. The rest <laughs> of us, they trusted Bill. They trusted Bill mm-hmm. not to make a mountain out of a molehill, you know? He was basically their and safety uh, uh, yeah, net in case something went wrong. sit around and BS yeah, with him. Yeah, yeah. You know? I wouldn't accuse him of buying beer, but if they got some beer, I don't think he would have ratted them out. You know, okay. like, and I wouldn't have either. But the problem was, Ryan didn't fully trust me not to tell his mother. He wasn't taking, even if there was a ten percent chance, he wasn't taking it. Right, smart but, kid. But Bill, you always kind of, you know, if you tell Bill something, he'd say, "Yeah, I knew that." <laughs> You know, yeah, those kids so, told me a long time ago. Yeah, so uh, Bill was a great guy, and uh, he's he's had a lot of bad health lately. Big uh, Benilde St. Margaret Booster was on the board and that kind of stuff, and uh, one of the churches over there, he was a big guy, a big guy. And then Bill, he's also was uh, my lawyer for some stuff, and uh, and he had a little office over there on Lowry Hill. There was a, a house, an old house. He and his partner had a and. 
Bill was one of those lawyers who knew exactly what was in every pile. <laughs> you know, was he the nutty professor that had? You no, know, he was the guy, but he's. It was not. Uh, now they might have computerized in later years, but mm-hmm. when I was there. Uh, this was the pile of, for this, you know, one of those uh, old law offices that you saw in Gunsmoke right, or something right. like that. So. <laughs> How old was he? Uh, a little younger than me, I guess. Hmm. But he'd had a lot of health problems in, in recent years. So hmm. his, uh, But his son, Brendan, great guy, great buddy of the family and uh, two other kids and a bunch of grandkids and, and uh, great folks. But he's always like... I, I I was thinking about that. How we all had that parent who, yeah, we can tell him stuff. You know, I'm trying to think if I had you. one of those. Mm-hmm. Your, yours might have been Henry. Maybe would he ratted you out to marry Helen or not? Oh, he probably would have <laughs> <laughs> by accident. Whoops. Uh-oh. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. It's getting to be too long ago. Yeah, but here's the uh, other thing. Do you want to be that dad? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, that's too much pressure. Mm-hmm. And I'm with Ryan. Trust no one. <laughs> that's a smart kid right there. Yeah. He, he he grew up to be successful, right? <laughs> By not trusting anybody. Right. Smart. That's uh that's good. Well, he trusted Bill, but Bill had nothing to do with it. Yeah, you know. He tr- he trusted Bill, but that was about it. So have the twins righted the ship? Well, they got to play the Whiteys three in a row. God, the, way awful. The Whiteys worked hard to give them that that run Maurer scored. The Whiteys really worked hard to give them that run. But uh, well, they're better than the Whiteys. We we know that. Now they get the Cardinals in a. The Cardinals last night are playing the Cubs on national TV. Started about seven, a little after. Fourteen innings plus two rain delays, totaling fifty nine minutes. Wow! They uh, finished about ten minutes to one, five minutes to one. The Twins got to their hotel in St. Louis last night at seven thirty. <laughs> the Cardinals were playing five and a half hours later. Wow. Basically, uh, I, I was in contact with Dustin Morris today, and he said they went over. He and Mike Herman, the traveling secretary, went over to the ballpark to see Coomber and a couple other guys. And then they came back, and they got awoken up at five minutes to one when Dexter Fowler hit the game-winning home run because they were near the ballpark, and the Cardinal, Cardinal fans who remained Did the went Twins bust to St. Louis? No, God, no. Why? No. It's nothing. It's a two hours. Uh, yeah well it's about a you go to midway and you're probably there in about 20 minutes so they they prefer that no no chicago to st louis is two hours no it's a little longer it's about five okay no i don't think i don't think it's five they might they've been known to bus from milwaukee to chicago but not to st louis no i would hope they would bus from milwaukee to chicago would take you longer yes and i bet they're only going to get about thirty-five thousand in st louis tonight for that game at least they've they've they're they're playing well but they're beat to hell man yeah. they got all kinds of injuries including did you see what happened to the great oh. catcher yadier molino the old mike Perry. molino remember that yeah he had to undergo emergency surgery to put her all back together <laughs> down there in the groinal area oh, oh. Uh-huh. like they took him out of his throat i like that we have to clarify that it's emergency surgery to that <laughs> yeah. part of the body really yeah. quick yeah. All, all surgery there should be right. considered emergency. he's a hall of fame catcher he's the best of the molinas but uh well don't worry it was just minor surgery he got hit Not right there. in the old eighth inning oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. His brother, what, did, what was his brother's quote? Uh, Benji? Yeah, he said something. 
He got up and walked slowly. Not very far. (laughs) Yeah, they say a month, but he won't be back in a month, I don't think. That first time you try to crouch down to get ready to to catch (laughs) you, warm up a pitcher. Yeah, that's not like uh, going over and standing at first base. Right. You know, when you become a catcher. Well, how about the first time you try to go? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. I I think I'm good, Doc. I'm going to wait this one out. I think if you get hit there, you don't ever go again. Go what? The bathroom. Oh, what the hell? Go to the store. What's going on? Listen, we've all we've all been in the hospital and had surgery when they said you have to go to the bathroom yes. before you right. can leave. Yes. And we've all gone in the bathroom and put sick water right. into the uh, something and, <laughs> Many times. and tried to yellow it up a right. little bit. Get a little said, pack yeah, of lemonade. I'm, I'm fine. Let me go home. We've all done that. Yellow it up. <laughs> I got to yellow this. I got my whizzinator. I got a pack of yellow in my pocket. <laughs> Would you carry around a pack anybody of got lemonade? A, anybody got a lemon cough drop I can throw in? I'm going to yellow this up. <laughs> We all have cheated on that. Uh, that's for, uh, you know. Sports talk will Get return. four drops and say, yep. pour, a, pour got, the water in there. Sports talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal in Your Money Now. You know, I was reading the other day that that, that operation and surgery changed his personality quite a bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, teammates say he's a little testy. <laughs> oh, my God. We had no, some... Uh, dreadful. No, just no. dreadful. No, Sorry. No. All right, we had some... <laughs> no more. I'm there. calling the FCC. We're, we're reporting you to the FCC. All That's right. It. Uh, we had some small gains to start the week. Oil prices moved up above 70 bucks a barrel for the first time since late 2014. Energy companies benefiting from that. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 94 points today to 24,357. The NASDAQ Composite rose 55 points and the S&P 500 gained 9. Hormel Foods has been ranked 16th on the annual Corporate Responsibility Magazine 100 Best Corporate Citizens list. It's the 10th consecutive year. Hormel has been on that list and the fourth time the company has been in the top 20. The roster recognizes the environmental, social, and governance performance of public companies across the U.S. Swiss food giant Nestle is paying more than $7 billion to Starbucks for the rights to market the company's products and retail and grocery stores around the world. Starbucks gets that big upfront payment and greater international expansion by plugging right into Nestle's global footprint. I'm Bruce Vail with Your Money Now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, thank you very much, Bruce. We have constru- uh, constru- construction drama here we need to deal with, so we're going to cut you loose. And your traffic here is sponsored by Wendy's. And I want to mention uh, what's going up in Ch- uh, going on up in Champlin. It's a single lane now each way for 169 between 610 and the Mississippi. And uh, life in the northbound lanes already sucking nose to tail from 610 up to the Mississippi. Try... All right, a couple of traffic items here I wanted to mention but didn't have enough time. Uh, Of course, everybody's worried about this construction on 169 and the havoc that it's wreaking on your alternate routes. Right uh, right now, 169 northbound is parked between 610 and the river. Westbound 10 also very, very ugly from the Foley redneck bottleneck up to County 14. Um, And this is just people seeking an alternate route. So far, 252 looks good, and 101 from Rogers up to Elk River also looks fine at this point, but that'll change. 
Before we go to John, I would like to make a prediction on John. Mm-hmm. John Height? Yeah. All right. Uh-oh. I feel one of those random Tuesday or Wednesdays coming off. Coming, I got one of those random day offs. Oh, I kind of feel it, John. He's going to do, isn't he, I Pat? Feel I got some yard work up. to do. I kind of feel it coming up. Am I, am I right or wrong? I swept the garage out. I got to play guitar. <laughs> I, I don't talk like that. What do you... Yeah. <laughs> I actually... Uh, had, uh, it was a possibility, but, but oh, it, it God passed, almighty. though. It okay. passed, though. Okay. It's All not right. going to happen, but it was talked about. Okay. Let's put it that well, way. Well, tomorrow it might rain, so you don't want to take that off for yard Exactly. So you might maybe next week. Okay. Oh yeah. I feel, I feel it coming sooner or later. Mm-hmm. I've, I've got to drive my wife to a job appointment. <laughs> I don't talk like that. Okay, sunny and eighty-four degrees, guys. <laughs> what a day! What a day, man! Alive. We need that sunroof studio. Come on. No, this is too hot. Yeah, Kenny and Reavers are already complaining yeah. it's too hot. Where's the, the snow? Oppressive. Nobody in people. that room is complaining because it's too hot. No, though, it's about, your nipples are It's frozen. a meat locker in here right now. <laughs> Look at this. Cut glass. <laughs> huh? Give me some diamonds. Give me some of the cut glass. You can clean my teeth with right, those things. Right. <laughs> Come here. Just don't lick my face. John Height. Wow. How would Twins, you clean your uh, teeth? Might well, try to get to the news any moment. No. Any minute. Here, lean over. Yes. Come over. Twins in St. Louis to play the Cardinals tonight. Two-game series. Fernando Romero makes his second start for the Twins. Righty John Gant pitches for St. Louis. John Gant. He's 1-0 with a 0 Yeah, Herbeck pulled him off the base, right? That was Ron. Even I know that. NBA playoff basketball on this very station this evening. Toronto tries to stay alive against the Cavaliers. 7 o'clock. They are going to try too hard. They know it's over. Yeah. I, I like this, though. I think they might be so down on DeMar DeRozan that we could make a wiggy for DeRozan trade. What is do that, you think? I don't know. Is that is that good? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. He okay. can shoot. Okay. New- I'm spreading the rumor. I don't know if let's try to get, Let's just let's try to get Harden. Rumor. Okay, mm-hmm. let's try to get that guy. Uh, uh, that, uh, that won't happen. No, that won't happen. News notes from Why today. does he have a no-trade clause like Maury used to have? <laughs> News notes from today. The Minnesota Department of Corrections confirms four offender fights at the correctional facility in Rush City on April 29th led to a lockdown of part or all of the facility. DOC spokesperson said four offenders were injured in the incidents, but there were no injuries to staff members. Motivation for the fights remains under investigation and everything is back under. So, control. Johnny, in, uh, in uh, modern language, you're offenders rather than prisoners? Apparently, yes. Mm-hmm. You're an offender. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, police say preliminary results show that the, that Grand Forks mother shot and killed her three children, then oh, took her own life. Wow. Astra Volk and her children, 14-year-old Tyler Talmage, 10-year-old Aiden Talmage, and 6-year-old Adriana Talmage, found dead in a rental home Thursday after a school asked police for a welfare check. Uh, police said in a news release today that no additional suspects are being sought. Court records show Volk was divorced, had struggled to pay off medical bills. Volk's mom, Elizabeth Richards, urged people dealing with mental health issues to get help. Melania Trump this afternoon revealing her formal platform, Be Best. The comprehensive program will focus on three main points, well-being, fighting opioid abuse, and positivity on social media. Platform for what, John? Well, her each, thing. All, this is her thing. All first ladies have like a platform. It's, it's, it's her version of, this is how we baseball. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> be best. <laughs> 
Uh, she's told uh, a Rose Garden audience this afternoon, as a mother and as First Lady, it concerns me that in today's fast-paced and ever-connected world, children can be less prepared to express or manage their emotions and oft-times turn to forms of destructive or addictive behavior like bullying, drug addiction, or even suicide. She didn't say anything about dumping the guy, did she? Okay, nothing in there. The platform pillars she revealed during her 10-minute speech in the White House Rose Garden included well-being, encompassing healthy living, as well as emotional health, opioid abuse, including bringing awareness to neonatal abstinence syndrome, and emphasizing the importance of healthy pregnancy. Uh, One uh, thing that, uh, of course, uh, is a bit of a lightning rod, her last thing was cyberbullying and negativity. So that should be tamped down on. <laughs> yeah, There's a little, little problem there. <laughs> yes, yes. Her husband has become a bit of a lightning rod. Uh, uh, perhaps in the, in one of the area. most public and prolific offenders of name-calling on Twitter. Two bald eagles locked talons in a likely mating ritual. Needed the help of sheriff's deputies in western Wisconsin to be separated. Lesson in nature, doing what nature does, occurred Saturday along the Red Cedar bike trail just outside of Downsville. According in public? To Dunn County Sheriff's Office. Deputy Dennis Reed and Sergeant Scott McRoberts responded to the report that the Eagles were on the ground near a barbed wire fence post. One of them got the talons disconnected and one eagle flew away. The other eagle, however, was injured, taken to the University of Minnesota Raptor Center for treatment. Similar encounter occurred nearly five years ago to the day in Duluth where two bald eagles got locked together by the talons in midair. Do the chickens have large talons? Eagles mate 10 months out of the year. According to the nonprofit Raptor Resource Project in wait, Iowa, wait, John, you're trying to go ahead. Define that. What do you mean? Every month, well, ten months out of the year, or so they mate. Yeah. So they're going at it oh, for twelve okay. months. What about? And they run down to Marco Island the other two months. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. That's what snowbirds. I was yeah, thank they're you. technically uh, snowbirds. I uh, <laughs> saw. I was, took a little country drive yesterday. I saw three. I saw one eagle sitting just on the road up in a tree, and then I saw mom. Out there teaching a little one, flying around, circling around, teaching. A, it looked like she was teaching a little one how to how to catch a rat or some damn thing, you know, how to catch yeah. a mouse. You didn't have to listeners. drive in the country. Oh no, I know. Could have gone to Joe's just, house. You could have driven up and down River Boulevard. I was. I've been meaning to ask you about that big eagle's nest. You made reference to that that curve on River Boulevard mm-hmm. that's so covered with potholes. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the eagle's no. nest? Where am I looking there? Uh, you know the school there. Yeah. As you're going by the school, look up and to your left. There's a huge nest up in a tree, huh. and usually there's one or two eagles hanging around in one of those trees next to the nest. Huh. They're like. They're like They're chickens now. Yeah, They're all over the <laughs> Chickens. You guys are giving away your make a move on the air. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny, did you hear Joe's story about finding the dead fox? Yeah, uh, he found red fox his, in his basement. On his, on his residence. In your house? No, no, no outside. Under, no. outside. Oh. But what's really we liked about it was afterward, a fella called, uh, said he's been finding a lot of dead fox too, and he talked about caping them out. So yeah. we, we found that amusing. Um, caping them out. Yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, could you tell what it died from? No. Oh. But this trapper called and said he's been finding a lot of dead red foxes. Really? With mm-hmm. puncture wounds, he said. And the last words oh, were, interesting. you got to wash your... <laughs> so <laughs> you're going to take it to... Puncture wounds? So why did I explain that? Some, some know, other animals biting them? Uh, I don't know. But the coyote wouldn't leave them there. I think no, the coyote they left it there the, for storage. At the very least, they rip their heads off and claim it. Mm-hmm. This was uh, intact. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. Smelled to high heaven. Yeah. 
Yeah, they they spray themselves to attract mates. Okay. No kidding, it was dead. That's the smell. Yeah. The oh, it was dead. It wasn't. The, I give the mayor credit the though fox smell. for going underneath the house to see what the hell yeah. was dead under there. That that's not me, man. You would have called your guy with the hatchet. I would have called the guy, man. Kenny, uh, wait. There is video of this. Kennedy. So it was in your house under under. Outside the house, under what do you, a kind of a dead. What do you situation. live in a trailer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Basically. Uh, speaking of mating, a study in Great Britain reveals millennials are waiting longer to have sex with one in eight still virgins at 26 years old, according to the new research. By choice? Probably bad teeth. Yeah, with hindsight. It's just too I'd much time in their parents' basement playing vids. No, that's just smart. That's what that is. That's smart. The sharp rise in the number of young people waiting longer to have sex may be because of a, quote, fear of intimacy and the pressure of social media, according to the analysts who did the study. Well, you don't have to announce it. <laughs> the Next Steps Project, the brainchild of the Department for Education, which is now managed by University College in London, has tracked 16,000 people born in 1989 to 1990 since they were the age of 14. Interviews conducted in 2016 as a follow-up discovered a rise in the number of millennials waiting longer to have sex compared to previous generations. Susanna Abbs, a psychoanalytic psychotherapist at the Belint Consultancy, said millennials have wow. been brought up in a culture of hypersexuality, which has bred a fear of intimacy. Huh? The women are always ready for it, and the men are also always ready. That's daunting to young people who think they have to react the same way. Yeah, I have no idea what he just yeah. said. Well, drop of for, a hat. for instance, social media or <laughs> still doing Red Fox. That's because that's because <laughs> you're uh, you're invisible, Joe. That's why. <laughs> <True. laughs> None of this matters to you. No, it whenever, really is. Whenever they see sex on television or say in pornography, uh, the people they figure they can't. Uh, they can't, they live, can't up. live up to that standard. That's huh? correct. Oh, okay. They can't live up to those. Well, practice well, makes just perfect, all those, Just think all those poor British gals when they see Meghan Markle, they must think, I got no shot, man. <laughs> I have uh, one other sort of sports note to pass along. Justifies victory in Saturday's Kentucky yes. Derby. It was worth $1.432 million to the horse's owners and nearly as much to one Texas woman who picked five straight winners in races 8 through 12 at Come Churchill on. Downs. Way to go, honey. Woman from Austin, Texas, $18 pick five bet. Mm-hmm. She won $1.2 million. That's fantastic. Woo. You know what's even, I looked this up, you know what's even more impressive about Justifies victory? Hmm. He's an orphan. Oh, his daddy died when he was nine months old. Really? Scat daddy. Scat daddy. Uh, Sounds like a country uh, song. Wait, Scat, what? Scat daddy? Scat daddy was his, uh, was his daddy. Uh, gross. That was his daddy. <laughs> was a very successful stud and uh, was only 11 years old. And he just got up one day and had a heart attack and died. Well, so is the, Justify uh, was an orphan. Is he the, decided his work on earth was done. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the it horse was, that, that came over here from, was it the Middle Mendelsohn. East? He was scat Is he still daddy. running? He was scat daddy's uh, offspring, oh, too. Oh, I did not they know They say those, uh, those stud horses are cannon apricots about three <laughs> hey, times a day. Yes. And but they here's, absolutely I was reading about it. scat daddy, though, uh, Kenny. He went to Australia in the winter for their breeding season. 
Nice. Stopped by Chile on the way home sure. for their right, breeding for little, season oh. and then came back to Kentucky. It's like what a, a life. A world tour of kink. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Equestrian kink. Uh, you, you know, you only lived to be 11, but you had a good time. That was a muddy track, wasn't it? Oh, man. It was. Oh, man. And that horse didn't have a drop on him. Why, why has that fallen out of the cultural realm of this country? Mm. It's still a big day there. Yeah, it is. And uh, I, I imagine they had fairly decent ratings. But <laughs> one thing they do is they make the pregame. The foreplay lasts for like four hours, and right. they tell you to yeah. turn it on at five o'clock, and they don't race till six. <laughs> give me, give me a ten minute window as to when the race is. Remember when start. the papers had the front page photo with the arrows pointing? Oh with the yes, name of all each the horse? time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question about this winner though. Was she um, a, a he, he, he? Oh, a he. Oh yeah. The, oh, I thought it was a woman. I don't know. The yeah, one that's the bad. woman that won. Yeah, no, it was just, a, it was a woman. Yeah, okay. The woman that won this bet is she a, oh, a horse okay. betting aficionado or is she a novice and she was just circling names and had no idea what she was doing? That's we, what I want to know. We don't know because, because it's hard to predict a mutter, and you've yeah, got to be pretty true. smart that's to true. predict which horse is going to win on a rainy, sloppy day. And she's predicting both out in on the track, the mud, and on the uh, grass. Well, this woman did not wish to be identified. So we don't know. No reporters were able to talk to her, although she did allow the manager at the track to take a picture with her. So perhaps they will identify what, uh, her at some point. Well, do we know what the ticket cost her, though? $18. That was it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. $1.2 million win on wow. $18. Patrick, the only place that I've truly, absolutely been happy in Las Vegas is in the horse book. Because mm-hmm. you can go in there and play every track in the country, and you can just keep running to the window. It is cheap. so fun and exciting. And you make bets based on stupidity, and sometimes they come through big. <laughs> you know who the winner was? Mike Smith, uh, yeah, Canterbury from guy here. from the 80s. Yeah. Yep. Well, you guys remember Jim Baker, the televangelist? Oh, sure. yeah, yes. Well, Jim's back at it. He suggests if you want to survive the end of days, the best thing you can do, buy one of his cabins in Missouri's Ozark Mountains. Okay. Oh, what do you mean by he's back at it, so to speak? Back at, back at the work. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, the work of the Lord. I got gotcha. you. And while you're at it, make sure you pick up six 28-ounce Extreme Survival Warfare water bottles for only $150. Boy, I hope my mom doesn't get wind of this because she'd be all in on mm-hmm. Jim Baker. 78-year-old Baker made comments promoting his new Morningside Church community alongside his co-host and wife, Lori, on an episode of The Jim Baker Show Is last Tammy week. Is Tammy Faye no longer with she died. We oh, lost no, Tammy Faye in, let's see, it's in the story. Was here she somewhere. Tammy Faye Baker? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. She died in 2007. So this Tammy is wife Faye. number two? At least. Yeah. yeah. The uh, uh, bride and I never missed it if we were both home at like at night. It was 9.30 in the morning, right? Jim and Tammy. Yeah, Faye it was on in the morning. Watched it every, two years we watched it every morning. You love being told you're going straight to hell no, unless I you love send just money. The yucks were great about oh, her opening gosh. the envelopes yeah. from poor people with dollars in them, saying, "Oh, you're so kind. This is my last yeah, dollar." Look at these pure pearl necklaces. <laughs> we had Matilda. a lot of yucks. <laughs> <laughs> Baker known for hosting the uh, evangelical. PTL Club in the 70s and 80s that Pat used to watch. Uh, He did it until 87 when the Empire crashed down amid a sex scandal involving Jessica Hahn. Uh, She had told the Charlotte Observer last December Baker had manipulated her into having sex in a hotel room at the time. He was married to Tammy Faye. 
Baker then convicted in 1989 on 24 counts of wire and mail fraud and conspiracy. <laughs> he served five years in a federal prison. Tammy Faye filed for divorce while he was in prison. Uh, she died in 2007. Uh, he's now surrounded by buckets of food and warfare water bottles in the Ozarks. He says he's preparing his viewers for was it Tammy Faye from here? Yes. From Minnesota? Yes, she is. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah they because they, they met, they met at Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah. yeah. They met up here where Billy Graham got his start, too, mm-hmm. basically. It's happened again, but this time with a little bit of a, tris, a twist. In South Carolina, a man from Franklin, South Carolina, arrested and charged with operating while intoxicated Saturday behind the wheel of a lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, the, the uh, twist here, the police received a complaint just after 5 p.m. because... Someone was upset that 46-year-old Barry Ridge had driven onto their yard and started mowing their grass. <laughs> oh, I don't done know of anybody who would complain about that. He's being neighborly. Well, yes. the problem is he didn't finish, mm-hmm. so he just took a couple quick turns around the grass. Then he headed on down the road toward downtown Franklin. <laughs> what if he was trying to write something in the lawn? Giving him the uneven lawn. Yeah, that's yes. The Officers said Ridge's eyes appeared glassy. He failed the breathalyzer. His blood alcohol level 0.18. Uh, this isn't the first time for Ridge either. He's been arrested before for driving his lawnmower while drunk. He was arrested in a Kroger parking lot in Marion County for operating the mower while intoxicated and causing a disturbance this past April. At that point, his Husky lawn tractor was impounded, but he was driving a different tractor this time around. He's still awaiting trial for the first arrest, and of course, he'll have to go to is trial. Is he single, for this John? I'm guessing he's a single. Uh, I'm well, guessing he's single. There's a good chance, I'd yeah. say. A Colorado woman has been cited by police after a container of what appeared to be urine blew up as she was heating it in a microwave at 7-Eleven. Sure. What? Who doesn't do that? You know what? Why not? That's where I go for all mine. When I need to heat up urine, I go to a (laughs) 7-Eleven. Please say the incident. It wasn't. It was tepid, huh? It just wasn't warm enough. (laughs) Was she trying to warm it up for a drug test? Uh Yes, she was. That's correct. Uh Please say the incident occurred in the convenience store chain's Aurora location last week when the clerk heard a loud bang and saw 26-year-old Angelique Sanchez take a white plastic bottle out of the microwave. Police report says when confronted by the clerk, she wiped a yellow liquid that smelled like urine onto the floor and walked out. Ugh. Police located Sanchez at a nearby clinic where she had planned to take a urinalysis test for a potential employer. A Denver woman was issued a summons for damaged property. Well, uh, she couldn't be reached. She was a little worried paper. that there well, might why be... Why would heating it up do anything? It's well, got to be between 90 and 100 it, degrees. It probably wasn't hers, Josie, so she was trying to make it seem like it mm. just it just came from She her. also needed a wizard. She, she, she might bought smoke some, yes. a little reefer. She I bought like some it. urine on the yeah. black market, mm-hmm. and she needs to get a job as a bus driver, so, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No, experience yeah. no experience necessary. No experience necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today.